The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Yeah, so whatever happened to hobbies? Welcome to the podcast where it's all about living your love story and making your life a story where love wins. My name is Sienna. And my name is Toast. We're married and we've been partners in life, love, and music since 2001, over 20 years. On this show, we share our life as an Asian American lesbian couple. Some of our favorite topics are positive spirituality, holistic health, sometimes cats, lesbian alert, and other things we hope are entertaining, uplifting, and helpful for living your love story. So here we go. Welcome to our home studio in the Pacific Northwest. Aloha, everyone. Aloha. And welcome to the podcast today. Ekomo mai. Thank you so much for listening. Come in. Welcome. So we are in a little more of the Hawaiian vibe, the that Hawaii was my, that, spirit. Yeah, that was my tour guide voice. <laughs> I like that. That's Aloha kakou. <laughs> because, we'll tell you why. So I ordered something from my friend. My friend lives in California, um, but she was born and raised in Hawaii, just like right Toast us. and I were. And so she sent her order and it was in a large flat rate box. And that's the perfect size box for for what I ordered from her. Um, So I had it there on the side. I didn't open it right away. And uh, a little earlier today, I started opening the box to unpack the order. And uh, I was just so delighted because one of the first things in the top portion of the box was, were, my grammar's off. Seeds. What seeds, eh? <laughs> Just use your pigeon English, girl. Seeds. Yeah, for us to plant for 2021. Okay, so very exciting. I love it. Bush bean seeds. And what's the other one? And amaranth. I just, it's, it's I so fun. Stuff, so I so kept going through the box and then, oh my gosh. Her homemade plum jam, plums from her tree in her yard. Her so tree. a nice jar of in plum jam. And then, as if that's not enough, a whole box of royal cream crackers. And if you were born and raised in Hawaii, you know this. This is the Diamond brand. And it's, called, it's right in front of us here. Original Hawaiian Royal Cream Crackers, which everyone knew growing up in Hawaii. So there's that. And we didn't even get to the actual order. And why I needed to share this is this is so typical Hawaii. Whenever you're sending anything and it's a flat rate. <laughs> and it's a flat rate USPS box and there's room. 
you're shoving all kinds you of put things more stuff inside because you're putting, you're putting goodies, you're putting yeah. all kinds of things. And I can't eat those crackers because they're gluten, but I know who's going to enjoy them. Oh man, my stomach is growling. Why don't you take even, a taste? You know? Why don't you just take a nice taste? Open. So I don't know how to describe these crackers um, to people who don't who, who, to people who aren't um, from Hawaii. Um, I never used to think this was a Hawaii thing, but, but it is. It's um, Diamond Bakery was established in 1921, which to me blows my mind. Hawaii was not even a state in 1921. Hawaii became a state during the lifetime of our parents. Yes, 1959. It's the 50th 1959. date. So taste that toast. Let's hear the crunch. We all heard the cellophane. Oh my God, that sounds so good. (laughs) So basically, it's this really, it is creamy. It's like a rich, it's like an animal cracker. I was just going to say, you know what they are? Okay. They're animal crackers. But 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 not in the shape of animals. But crunchier, I would say. Yeah, probably slightly slightly crunchier. Denser and in um, a circle shape. That's it. Super yummy. They, they even have those little, um, you know how animal crackers have the little pinholes yes. in them? Yes. These have the little pinholes on the top, too. That's right. We both thought animal crackers at the same time. Yeah. We're, yeah. We just when telepathically. When I tasted it, it was like, animal crackers. So, yeah. Toast, this is my gift to oh. you. <laughs> that is for you to eat for breakfasts on end. Mm. Um, and a lot, of, a lot of times people will eat it with jam, hence the plum jam, mm. or just butter. I know people who eat it with butter or just plain like, you're, like you are. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's going to give you the energy to, to, to talk about whatever happened to, to hobbies. 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 I remember learning what a hobby was. When I was a little kid, and I really liked the TV show Little House on the Prairie. <laughs> and there was and there was like um like a fan club for for the show or something like that. Were you in the fan club? And I don't know if I was in the fan club. I can I can see you being in it. But I remember one of the questions was like, oh, you know, what's your name? And then what are your hobbies? And I'm like, what is a... I remember asking my mom, what is a hobby? And she kind of tried to explain it to me. And she mm-hmm. used the example of like, like collecting rocks, rock collecting, you know. And I just got it in my head of like, like rock collecting. <laughs> and so I... I, I I remember going to the library and looking up like rock collection, like rock collecting. Uh-huh, funny. And then only later, years later, did I realize how funny because you live on a volcanic island. <laughs> There's not a lot of different <laughs> kinds of rocks on that island. You know, they're all volcanic rocks. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, hobbies. Okay, hobbies. Whatever happened to hobbies? Well, what were your oh, hobbies then? So what were my like hobbies? during that time? After like I after tried to realized... make my hobby rock collecting yeah. and that didn't work out. <laughs> what did you What did you realize? Oh, I actually have hobbies. Yeah. and they are so so. Um, well, you know, as a little little kid, you don't really have hobbies, right? right? Your hobby is just like riding your bike and playing tag and hide and seek. There are just things um, you love. 
Yeah, yeah. You don't think of them as hobbies. But um, my hobbies were, when, as I developed actual hobbies, I, I would say they were reading. Okay. And I, I, for a time I did draw. But okay, so reading is the one that held on. And the other one that held on was music. So mm. listening to music mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and really like, remember back in the day when an album would come out and then you would put on an your album toast an, or Al- a cassette tape, or do you mean a CD or Any an eight those. track? Would you say? And, no, not eight track, not eight track, <laughs> but I would say more cassette. Okay. Um, and then CD for sure. CD. For okay. sure. CDs. Yeah. When the album would come out and so exciting. And then you yeah. would just go and lie on your bed put those foam covered little headphones on with the wire, you know, yeah. the wire. Sony. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And then you'd press play mm-hmm. and then you just lie in the dark. No. Or, liner notes in or, your hand. I was just going to say just yep. enough light, just a lamp by your bed so you could to absorb the liner. So notes. you could read the liner notes yes. and just listen yes. to the music. Yes. And that's it. That's all yes. you did is you just listened. Yeah. You didn't scroll and Look at other people's opinions about it. Or text I know, Toast. Other people's opinion. You just, mm-hmm. it was you and the music. And <laughs> the music. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the line. So that was a big one. And then. Oh, I love that. Also, music is just, you know, playing, playing music, music. Like trying mm-hmm. to figure out the songs. Because after that, then you try to figure yeah. out the songs yeah. on the guitar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that was it. Those were my hobbies. How about you? What were, what were your hobbies? <sighs> Well, if we're talking about when we were really young, then I would say I always loved writing, you know, but I never really remembered that I loved writing until I took a trip back home to Hawaii and then I found a bunch of my old stuff mm. and I saw, oh, look, I wrote this little book. Oh, look, I wrote this little book. And wow, it's funny wow. because even later as an adult, I gravitated towards just writing these little whimsical books, like all the little cat books I've I've written mm-hmm. that are in a pile yeah. somewhere with yeah. my own little illustrations. Yes, yeah. And I even, yeah. there was one time, it's so funny, there was one time I remember Toast and I were fighting and um, I wrote you a book mm-hmm. to say I was sorry and all the characters were vegetables. Do you remember <laughs> yes, that? Yes, I do. I do. I, yes. So here yes. I am writing. And so I think that is is something, writing little whimsical books. And I remember maybe one of the first ones, I was seven. Mm. And I wrote it and had the illustrations and everything in it. So I think, I think writing is a hobby, um, more so than uh, illustrating, you know, and, and okay, drawing and drawing. things like that. Although you do both. In I a, do, a but very it's natural just more of a, way. Yeah, it's a creative it's, outlet. Yes, it doesn't, absolutely okay, an outlet. Okay. Um, obviously music, mm-hmm. like you're saying, and, and uh, more specifically those moments of listening to an album, like like you're recalling. And, and what I loved is, you know, you even get to know, because, because we have, our generation has such a relationship with liner notes, mm-hmm. we know producers yeah. songwriters, recording studios. Are, yep. And so it was fun to just go, oh, this person. And you recognize all the names. Yeah. So yeah. I used to love that. Um, but also I would say, um, you know, in my later in life, because it was interesting, it wasn't such a hobby as a kid, it was baking, you mm-hmm. know, cooking. 
Um, but I would say, yeah, I guess more so baking. Um, and then just, just, you know what? I actually just love to do anything with my hands. So it could be, um, I've made jewelry that I've, I've made for boutiques. I worked for a jewelry designer before and have designed jewelry. So I've loved that. And it's all with your hands. Um, even to any outlet, like just wrapping, gift wrapping someone's thing and looking at what I have and going, okay, let me make a really pretty wrap for a person and using maybe three different wrapping papers and layering them in a way, you know, just Mm -hmm. anything to do with my hands. And, um, yeah. So, I mean, there's so many, there's so many things I love and want to still try even. Yeah. And it does feel like over the past few decades, slowly, but all is in one direction, not the band (laughs) that we, not just as individuals, but as a society, Mm -hmm. I think have lost the, um, lost the time and attention yes, and the resources for hobbies. Yes. They did make a, a comeback, a little like bump of a comeback, like in 2020 when people sourdough, we were so stressed out. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Collecting toilet paper. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Yeah. But, but it's true. The value of um, hobbies has been lost for so long now. Yeah. You know, but what would I, you attribute that to? Like why, where did the hobbies go toast? What happened to hobbies? <laughs> I know you have some thoughts on this. Yes. Well, I think, okay. So I think that just growing older and therefore having more responsibilities and obligations in one's life, mm-hmm. I think that encroaches, you know, yep. in, on an That's individual in le- level. Mm -hmm. of hobbies, but I think also, um, learning that basically across our society, wealth and wealth equality. So more, more of us having, um, things in common in Mm -hmm. terms of the, the level of our resources, um, that peaked in about like the mid, uh, I think it was the mid seventies. That was the height of wealth equality. Okay. So basically throughout our lifetimes, wealth inequality has gotten Mm. worse and worse and greater and greater and greater and greater and greater. And I, you know, as that happens, that then pushes, uh, that exerts a force, a psychological force on more of us common people to have to keep pace with the um, rising cost of living. Ah, yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, I do. Like, I do. like when I think back to like, cause back in the day, I mean, this is going back and back, but there was no um, cable bill or internet. You don't pay oh for internet, God. right? You there didn't were have four to... channels. Right. <laughs> and you had the rabbit ears and the tin foil. Um, but yeah, you didn't have to, worry about updating your computer Mm-mm. or your phone nope. or your, your phone plan. No nope. healthcare was much, um, more simpler af- af- and simpler, simpler and affordable. Yep. Yeah. So it's like all of these rising costs and yet <sighs> the, the wages have not kept pace. Yes. So true. it's like, we have this, um, that, that's why I think it's like, what's the side hustle? How are you going to, you know, 
keep up, right? Mm-hmm. It's like you're looking. So, so any extra, quote unquote, extra time and resources and energy that may have gone into hobbies in the past, mm-hmm. I think has gone to be like, well, I've, I, I need I to need make more, more money. money. Yep. Yeah. You and know? if you're lucky, so, you've turned, you've been able to turn your hobby into. That's the holy grail. side hustle. Right. Yeah. That's the holy. Yeah. And that's what you see, I think so many people, people is like trying. trying to do and it's like yeah. so you're trying to provide value yes. you know and show that you're worth something so that you can k- just get money you but know? i will and say i mean that's a slippery slope but we're not here to discuss that <laughs> but that that can be a slippery yeah. slope well and i th- i think also though related to that is mm-hmm. now that we have social media mm-hmm. and wealth inequality yeah more of us are shown every day not just on TV, but now on social media, how the people who do, quote unquote, have money mm-hmm. live. Oh, yeah. So it's because constantly in our, yeah. Yeah. Because yes. if you don't have that awareness and it's like, mm-hmm. hey, you just, you, everybody. You're probably a happier person. Exactly. Everybody <laughs> in your city and, Content. On, and on your neighborhood block, mm-hmm. it's like, what do you do for fun? Well, you you grill your food outside, mm-hmm. you know, and that, that's what we all bread. do for fun. Yep. You know, and but but no, if you see on social media, oh, what these people do for fun mm-hmm. is they go to, I don't know, where do, where do they go? I don't know. Turks and Caicos or whatever, wherever <laughs> they go, right? Oh, they go into their private jet. That's what they do. So then you yeah. have this psychological feeling of like this feeling that you're missing out, mm-hmm. that you're behind, that you're not. And now there's a hole. Now there's a hole. Now you have this sense that you're yes. missing out and therefore you try to, you try to catch up even subconsciously and instead of just enjoying oh what gosh. you have you just know what enjoying the what sub- you have man the subconscious you aspect. can't have a hobby you have to it, make yeah. more money the subconscious yeah. aspect is so huge isn't it i've it's got be, right? it makes me want to google some studies because what is the impact you know what's the impact been in the past five years even oh with social media yeah on one's psychology Mm. on one's I mean you know there's so many there's there's so much research now about depression right anxiety and and all that thing anxiety and and all of that but it's like the subconscious part I mean that's probably hard to study because it's subconscious but I'm sure there are ways when they can look at your brain and and what's Mm. lighting up and what's Mm. all that stuff but anyways yes I I absolutely feel like you know and it's and it's a challenge to make time as an adult mm-hmm. and and there's responsibilities and you got to pay the bills and you're catching up and all this kind of all these things um there is so much value in making time for things like hobbies which in general does seem to be viewed as you know frivolous like oh my god you're going to you know it's not valued as much as something that is going to make money as much as, oh, this is in demand. You're making it for this group of people. And there's something to be said about, you know, doing these things, making time for these hobbies, no matter who values it, you know. Because you value it. Right? Exactly. Because you value just the fact that the ex- you value it the experience is more of just than doing enough. It. Yes, yeah. because at the end of the day, we are creative beings and we need to create. And I know that when I'm stressed, I will go and create something. That's what de-stresses me. Wow, that's great. I notice that I need to create. I need to move 
that beautiful creative energy mm-hmm. through my whole body and cells and have myself rejuvenated and nourished by that. That's yeah. what hobbies do. And be soaked in that energy us. to live and move and breathe within yes. that network yes. of an energy energy. And not just chasing, chasing, chasing and making ends meet and working so hard and just Mm -hmm. getting by and like that's so tiring, right? Mm -hmm. And if we're not making time for those hobbies, you will will feel it Mm -hmm. and be forced to. Like for me, I'm not really great at making time for all those things, Mm -hmm. but when I'm stressed, I definitely go to it and it's the absolute remedy I need, Mm -hmm. you know? And then you get to reap the rewards, Toast, because normally I'm making a pumpkin cake or I, <laughs> I'm the taste tester. <laughs> but anyways, oh, this, this, yeah. go, this leads all the way up to... So during the pandemic, Toast started a hobby, a new hobby, um, where, she, and she, where she started making playlists. And what I'll say is it's not just any like, you th- like playlist where she threw together a bunch of songs. She put her whole heart and soul (laughs) and brain into this. She went, she would research songs. She would, you know, put them in an order and then change the order. But even deciding what would be on a certain playlist was just, so anyways, I I told her, we need to do a podcast on your playlist. And this is, this is part of that, you know, Okay. but tell them a bit more about your playlists and we can probably, let's see. We should share the holiday one because it's the time of year. Okay, to yeah. do that, that's what. Let's but that's share the, about this hobby let, and let's how it do made that. you feel, how it makes you feel. Okay, to do this. Okay, how it makes me feel. Yes. First it, of all, what inspired you? Mate, what inspired you to even do the first one? Like, what inspired you to do it? It was. It was, again, like middle of 2020, like you said, and I was just trying to... Cope? Uh, <laughs> yes. Cope and process and integrate and adjust to being caught in the current of capital H history. Like, what shit is, is happening. Okay, okay. Right? And it's big. It's so big big and last time this happened was a hundred years ago and mm. how does that how do I even take that in and feel that okay. and how do I this this now recontextualizes my life and everyone's life um that, that's those are the types of sensations that I had okay um and so I went looking for music from a hundred years, years ago, ago. basically ish okay. you know from what I could fine and stuff like that. So that's how it first started. But to see what people were writing about because the time was mirroring our current time at that mm -hmm, time. mm -hmm. Is that why? Like you wanted to see what were they writing about? How were they processing? Yeah, I guess I wanted to feel connected to the ancestors. And that's that's the music that was the soundtrack for their life. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I felt there was a sense of like, if I could expose myself to that, if I could hear what they heard. Mm -hmm that would act like some kind of lifeline in a spiritual sense mm. of, of being able to relate to people who knew what we were going through Yeah, in a way. Yes. Yeah. I, th- I think there's so many aspects of it, but that's yeah. one that I can articulate. Okay. <laughs> the others, I don't know if I can articulate, um, but that's how it started. And I have one type of playlist that I call flights, 
that are arranged. Oh, I love flights. That's the women, right? (laughs) That one of the flights is all women. Okay. But some other flights are different. Okay. But those are a certain type of playlist where it really, to me, it really, really like what I'm trying to achieve with the playlist Mm -hmm. depends on the songs playing in that exact chronological order Mm. because I'm either taking you through a journey that Mm -hmm. is, you know, from our time back in time slowly Or I'm jumping around on purpose and trying to make these sonic connections so you can see the same beat. Oh, yes. The same exact beat that Mm -hmm. was used for one of the hit songs out of the Grease musical in the 70s. That same exact beat was used for a popular song back in the 1920s or 30s or whatever it was. And I juxtapose those those songs next to each other so that you're hit with that Mm. and you can see like, whoa, this is, you know, 80 years apart or whatever, but it's exact same spirit of Mm -hmm. the song that's there. What about the one that you did for, I don't, I don't remember what it was called, but it was like the nonsense words. Oh, like they were just, they were no no words. It was like just, yeah. That one is called flight pop wapaloobop. Okay. (laughs) I like that one and the um, falsetto (laughs) one, which is fairly recent. Yeah, I think that's my most recent most flight. recent one. Yeah. Okay. And I, what's the one I we're going to share with the people, though? So okay. Talk so, about the one we're going to yeah, share. So, well, we can link all of them, but the highlighted uh, holiday yeah, so, one is... So I made one just for holidays. Mm-hmm. So there's one for Thanksgiving. There's one for Christmas. Okay. Um, so the Christmas one, and those are just, they're not flights. Okay. Um, so th- flights, just to, just to touch back, <laughs> flights are taking you from a certain time and... And journeying you through way back when, all the way up to today. Um, it's some a journey. Of, some of them do, is, but it's basically what it is through time. A journey, a chronological journey through time. Is that accurate for your for yeah. how you're using flight? Y- yes. Okay. Yes. C- because flights are trying. They're they're trying to transcend the time horizon beyond. You know, they're trying to break us out of the time horizon that we are trapped in here in, in the 2020s. Okay. You know, so, so, it's, so it's juxtaposing songs that we recognize from our lifetime mm-hmm. with songs that our ancestors would recognize from their lifetime. Okay. So it's, mix, it's a mashup of more c- contemporary and old songs. Okay. So those are flights. Yeah. But the Christmas one is just, it's just Christmas 100 years ago. So it's all the old timey shit. Okay. There's no modern stuff on it. I don't think you can say the S word. Like I think our <laughs> podcast is marked clean and you've been kind of swearing oh, okay. like on some of the past ones. Okay. So I don't know. What do we need to do about that? I don't know. Anyways. So watch it toast. Okay. Um, <laughs> Okay, yeah. So that's so, so will people. So it's for people who want to just have a taste of what the holidays were like a hundred years ago. If you want to immerse yourself, yeah. So if you, because because we can't travel through time yet. Yeah, it's we don't have that technology yet. The many closest, people, many people are going to the moon, <laughs> but we won't talk about that. The moon, yeah, yeah. That's different from time travel, though, right? Yeah. Okay. Is. So yeah, um, if you're not gonna, you know go to like some reenactment stuff, then this playlist, these, it's these the closest thing, timey playlists are the closest thing you can get yeah. to just plopping yourself, like just being in your kitchen and cooking a meal mm-hmm. and oh, listening some Christmas cookies, listening to the same music that 
your ancestors mm-hmm. had for their lifetimes. Yeah, I love that. that so, is so it's amazing. music from about um, the 1920s up mm-hmm. through the like late 50s or so. Okay, maybe 60 is earliest. I anyway. Okay. Yeah, so that's it. Christmas 100 awesome. years ago, and there's all kinds of music, obviously, but then I also selected very um, carefully picked radio addresses and radio shows. That is right. Yes, you did do that. That was yeah. because yes. that, that was part of. Oh my gosh, of, is that where the Jello ad? There was a Jello. J E O L O. Wasn't there a Jello ad? Jello. Yeah. 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 I love that so, because that was part of what what they would have heard. Exactly. Yeah. That was their Netflix. Ah, well, I hope you folks take a listen to that, uh, to Toast Playlist, whether it's that one, whether it's another one. We have a few of them listed on our um, website, sienantoast.com, but we also have a few listed on our Instagram account. So yeah. I'll put depending. a link. I'll put a link to all of them if you want to yeah, see. Let's I'll do put that. it in the Let's blog do post. that because people, you know, I'm sure people are resonating with, with some of this. But just to kind of loop back in and go back to what we were saying about hobbies, <laughs> make time for them. And if you're thinking like, well, I don't have a hobby, there is something you love to do. And one thing is to go back to when you were a kid. What did you gravitate towards? You know, what was it? It may not be that exact thing, but if you go and think back and immerse yourself back in that time, something will come to you to try. Mm -hmm. So we encourage that. And really doing that, doing it is, it's kind of an act of resistance and an act of pushing back against the pressure to conform to this hyper capitalistic consumerist Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. society. So if, if that helps you. You know, maybe if you that can think motivates of it that way. you, yes, then, yeah. then absolutely do it. Because doing a hobby is saying, I'm going to enjoy life now, damn it. Yeah. I'm not like having to wait and, you know, achieve something else before I do it. Right. I can do it right now. Because Watch that's, me. And I'm that's true. A lot of people do wait until they retire to then, well, I'm going to pick up a hobby. Mm. You know? <sighs> I can't swear, so I'm Anyways, not going to say what I'm Yeah, I know. You were just silent. <laughs> All right, thank you so much for listening. Yes. Rate and review the podcast wherever you get them. Spread the word. Thank you so much again. Follow us on Instagram, on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and SiennaandToast.com. We'll put all the links to the stuff we mentioned over there. Until then, or until next time. What do you mean until then? Until what? (laughs) Until next time. (laughs) We are encouraging you to live your love story, which includes hobbies. Are you looking for help on your path to healing? I'm Lisa Campion. I'm a psychic, Reiki master, teacher, and energy healer. On my podcast, The Miracle of Healing, I'm going to help you on your healing path. Listen to conversations with leading teachers in energy medicine, quantum healing, and people who have recovered from loss and illness. Whether it's to take care of your own healing or to help other people, this is the podcast for you right here on mindbodyspirit.fm.